You've entered the Rock is Lit Vault. Welcome to the Rock is Lit Vault, where you can find outtakes from the regular episodes and extended episodes, as well as special features, behind-the-scenes peaks, and breaking news. Join me, Christy Alexander Hallberg, for each enthralling episode, then migrate to the vault for Rock is Lit Deep Cuts. Hello, Lit listeners. Here's another news flash from the Rock is Lit Vault. Next Thursday, February 2, 2023, Season 2 launches with Melissa Ragsley, who wrote the short story collection, We Know All This Will All Disappear, and Aaron Camaro, co-host of Decibel Geek Podcast, another proud member of the Pantheon family. Melissa and I talk about a few of the more music-centric stories in her book. Then Aaron joins me in the last segment to dish about the Guns N' Roses song, Rocket Queen, which plays a major role in one of those stories. It's going to be a great season, full of fabulous rock novels and some surprises. One of the episodes I'm especially excited about is a celebration of the audiobook release of my rock novel, Searching for Jimmy Page. The paperback and Kindle versions came out in late 2021, and now the audiobook is finally out. You can find it on iTunes, Audible, and Amazon. This book has been such a long labor of love for me starting all the way back in 2003, when I began working on a very different version of the novel in grad school. Okay, well, really, the story begins when I was 15 years old in the mid-1980s and first fell in love with the music and myth of Led Zeppelin. I guess you could say the novel is really a love song to the band, especially Jimmy Page, but also my southern roots, my beloved late mom and husband, and my passion for music and literature, which I get to indulge on Rock is Lit a podcast devoted to the convergence of music and fiction. In short, I have Led Zeppelin to thank for this podcast and now the audiobook incarnation of my novel Searching for Jimmy Page. If you've already read the novel, or if you're just finding your way to it, you will love hearing Melissa Connell narrate the story that demanded to be told. In fact, Melissa is coming on Rock is Lit in that upcoming special episode on Searching for Jimmy Page I mentioned to talk about her experience working on the audiobook. Check out the new YouTube book trailer to get more of the flavor of the story. Link is in the show notes. Or you can just go to YouTube and plug in Searching for Jimmy Page, a novel by Christy Alexander Hallberg, new audiobook trailer. And you can plug that in in the search box to find it. Post the trailer link on one or more of your social media platforms and tag me, and I'll enter you in an audiobook giveaway. I'll be choosing four winners next Thursday to kick off Season 2, So make sure you post the book trailer, and don't forget to tag me, before Wednesday, February 1, 2023 at 11.59 p.m. to enter the contest. While you're waiting for Season 2 to begin on February 2, here's a little teaser from the audiobook of Searching for Jimmy Page, narrated by Melissa Connell. Part 1. Four Sticks. Chapter 1. The night my great-grandfather died, frigid air howled through the pines and swirled down the chimney of his shack near our fallow tobacco fields in eastern North Carolina. My grandmother and I kept vigil at his bedside, a battery-operated space heater oscillating at our feet, kerosene lamps lofting shadows on the walls, He'd refused to install electricity, 
and insisted the fireplace remain unlit at night. He claimed spirits talked to him through the flu at the witching hour. So did birds, especially owls. He said they were good omens, unless they flew inside your house. Owl in the house means death's coming, he'd say. I lulled my head against the wall, bare like all the others. No family portraits or prosaic artwork or thumbtacked greeting cards with snapshots of my great-grandfather's progeny tucked inside. The shack was cluttered with clothes and other debris from a fading life, but the walls were naked. He preferred it that way, no memories or illusions, except the ones that came to him at night. At the stroke of twelve, he wrapped his knotty fingers around my wrist and squeezed. Can you hear it? he asked, his voice like winter wind crackling through kindling. An icy shiver ran through me. He had not spoken since that balmy summer night when I was nine years old, when the river ran dry and the pines began to cry. The night my mother committed suicide. An abomination, he'd call it. A sin against providence. He'd sat expressionless in his rocking chair while Grandma delivered the news. His face bathed in candlelight, then hobbled into the woods and chanted my mother's name, like an incantation a prayer for deliverance. Then he'd spoken no more. I inched closer to him, close enough to smell the implacable stench of the dying. Hear what? I asked timorously. Owls, he said, like music. My body fluttered as if it were falling out of oblivion, slowly, unwittingly, the air prickly and thin. Long ago, I'd heard a song about owls crying in the night. The singers wail primeval, in sync with marauding guitar licks, the beat like jungle drums. I felt them vibrating inside me just then, like a distant echo from another life, one that still included my mother. Can you hear the music? He persisted, struggling to raise his head. Grandma implored me with her eyes. I, I can hear it, Granddaddy. He gave a shuddering laugh. <laughs> Ain't in your head, girl. Where then? I waited, watching his chest rise and fall, his fitful breaths grow shallow, the caesura between life and death. It's in your soul, he finally said. He nudged his Bible beside him, giving voice to verse. Ecclesiastes 6.10 that which hath been is named already. He dropped my arm and exhaled, his face pallid and drawn. Grandma and I stood over him, bearing witness, sleep pelting the windows, that song about the owls, its searing guitar haunting me, like fragments of memory I'd buried with my childhood, grainy images of my mother in her yellow bedroom with her lavender incense and votive candles her black-and-white photograph of a rock star standing on a stage at Kizar Stadium in 1973, dressed all in white, lips pursed, unruly dark hair framing a beautific face, guitar strapped over his shoulder, arms spread wide, as if he were awaiting crucifixion. The two of them were intertwined in my mind's eye, like ashes wafting in a summer wind, waiting for water to receive them. 
I was born of water and moonlight, and of her and of him. Grandma stopped the clock on the mantel to mark the moment of my great-grandfather's passing, as if halting time held power, then, forever, now. She handed me a flashlight, then draped her overcoat around me, the scent of Jurgen's lotion and talcum powder lingering in the fabric. Go on home, honey, she said. I shouldn't have brought you here. You didn't, I said faintly. I'd followed her from our farmhouse at dusk, trudged the quarter mile past the barn and hog pen, through the woods, where the footpath ended, as if I'd heard my great-grandfather's keening call. Go home, Grandma said, prodding me toward the door. I'll be along directly. I wrenched away from her and stared at my great-grandfather, the withered shell that remained, searching for some part of him that still looked vital, the outline of his body beneath the quilt, legs splayed as if the cat he used to own were nestled between them, his arm dangling over the side of the bed. Grandma tucked it underneath the quilt her mother had made, tattered and yellowed with age, the same quilt that had covered her while she lay dying over a half a century before, cancer ravaging her breast, flies swarming the window screens, attracted by the feeder of rotting flesh, all because her husband had believed he could heal her with ritual and prayer. I harbor a picture of that night in my mind's eye, my great-grandmother's bewildered stare, her mouth a perfect O, a last word half-spoken, an oracle undelivered. Now he was dead, his jaw unhinged, spittle on his grizzled chin, his only child by his side, the daughter whom he only recognized after she'd tell him her name, the name he'd given her seventy years ago. Do like I say, Grandma said sternly. I stood there breathless, my great-grandfather's milky eyes, fixed and dilated, seeing nothing, seeing everything, boring into mine. Grandma cupped my chin in her hand. Don't look back, she said with urgency in her voice. I never had before, not after my mother died. Like my great-grandfather, I had not spoken her name since. I had not heard her voice in a brooding summer rain, or felt her hand clasping mine in a sibylline dream, or seen her face in the shadow of a stealthy hunter's moon. I had erased her and the sainted sinner who conjured music and magic from an electric guitar. His photograph in my mother's bedroom, her unfaithful talisman. I'd never looked back, never until that winter's night in February 1988, when I was 18 years old, the past summoned like fire in my great-grandfather's shack, phantom owls crying in the night. It was inevitable. Perhaps it was even providence. Now would return me to then. The tale demanded to be told.
Thanks for tuning in, lit listeners. Don't forget to check out the YouTube trailer for the audiobook of Searching for Jimmy Page. The link is in the show notes. Post that link and tag me on your social media outlets to enter the audiobook giveaway by February 1, 2023 at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Four winners will be announced Thursday, February 2, when Season 2 of Rock is Lit officially launches. Until next time, keep rocking and reading and getting lit. Rock is lit! It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.